Welcome to Shelf Medicating, a book club meets happy hour podcast. Our followers vote on what book we discuss in each episode, so be sure you are following at shelf underscore medicating on Instagram. And let's get into the episode. I like that. Okay. Welcome back to Shelf Medicating. This is our first happy hour episode. So we're doing a little new concept that I will tell you guys about. So we're going to do either one to two happy hour episodes a month. And those are going to be like our bonus episodes where we just talk about whatever, drink our wines or tequilas. And then once a month, we will do our book club episode. And that's where you guys will vote, read the book with us, and then we'll review it, discuss it on that episode of the book club. And in case you haven't read it yet, this month's is Forever Interrupted by Taylor Jenkins Reid. You still have time. I don't exactly know when we're recording it, but if you haven't read it yet, we, you know, mm-hmm. we're still reading. So. If you haven't started, neither have I. Yeah. Me neither. Start oh my gosh, really? I know. I saw that on your Goodreads that you finished it and I was surprised. We need to like block each other on Goodreads. I know. I don't remember what you rated it though. Yeah, I, every, literally every time I'm like, okay, I'm not going to rate it yet, mm-hmm. but I'm going to forget to rate it if I don't rate it right, aw- rate it right away. Mm-hmm. So I just do it. It's fine. Whatever. There's a TikTok that that reminds me of where someone was trying to say, white rice brown rice i think and he White can't rice, they, brown rice? they can't say it and, it and one of them is like brown rice white now or something and it's like he's they say it like a thousand times it's so That's funny a tongue twister. rate it right away yeah rate it right away and right after rate sounds wrong <laughs> I anyway. hope you guys are having fun so far. <laughs> the The drinks are really helping so far. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, I need you guys to start it so we can record it. I didn't want to start it too early because then I didn't want to forget before we recorded. But also, I kind of had a panic attack today at work because I was like, yeah, well, we're like recording tonight. And I was like, oh, I didn't read the book. It was like I forgot to do my homework type of thing. No, but, I almost brought my iPad because I was like, oh, we're recording. And then I was like, oh, wait, that's not what we're recording. Yeah. I actually have read two of the other books that we had in line. <laughs> First? And then I'm before? Yeah. Which ones? I audiobooked The Younger Wife, mm. and I'm almost done with Remarkably Bright Creatures. I wanted to challenge myself with that one, and I've like been it? impressed so far. Yes. Okay. I'm gonna but I'm excited it. to read this one. It was just so sad at first. That's why I haven't started, because I know it's going to be really sad. And I'm already reading a sad book right now. Okay, I was about to say, can we talk about Pack Up the Moon really quick? Because Lindsay is like... Ryan's sister for I always say her name and it's my boyfriend's sister um she's said that she just finally got to 30 percent last night and that is dragging and I was like wow, Maddie 30%. what I said wow 30 oh yeah like, what do you want um I'm now on probably like 60 or 70 okay but she was like it's I taken saw, me a long time she said I saw Maddie said it's like dragging I want you to ask her like what is making it drag and she was just saying that it's like the first beginning parts of it is just like him being sad and him reading the first letters and like it's just like okay like <laughs> yeah it's kind of just like the same thing over and over again and I just now got to like the letters are kind of like her his wife has died that's not that's not like a spoiler or anything yeah. his wife dies and she leaves him these letters to read like each month that she's gone um for 12 months or something like that and it's like each month she just wants him to like do something random and so it's kind of like you always know like what you're gonna get like he's gonna do the thing he's gonna feel better and then he's gonna read another letter and then he's gonna feel better yeah. it's just kind of like monotonous i guess um like would you recommend reading it i don't know yet 
I'll have to see how it ends. Because I kind of am debating, like, taking it off my TBR because I have other ones that I obviously want to read. And that one, that's the one I voted, or I Mm -hmm. suggested. Mm -hmm. And now I'm, like, kind of tempted to just not read it at all because if you are saying that and she's saying that, that's two people that I, like, trust. Yeah, yeah, they read a lot and I trust their book recs. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there might be some sort of twist in there. Maybe the epilogue is really good. I could maybe see that. Yeah. Um, does anyone have any exciting life updates? I already told you guys this story, but I think in the spirit of transparency and authenticity with the listeners, I'll share it with them as well. You guys already here, so just enjoy your beverages. <laughs> I submitted my finished manuscript, my baby, to be published. I got rejected, which I was ready. You know, Harry Potter was turned down like a billion times. A week later, I get an email from the publisher, and I think, oh, they've come to their senses. <laughs> Maybe it, they're back. Yeah, it appears to be from the owner of the company. I thought, oh, he's offering me an advance. <laughs> it, it is none other than an invoice for $700. I almost crap my pants on the spot. <laughs> I am shaking, crying, throwing up. I think oh my gosh, they're charging me to have rejected me. I have not done my research. I'm panicking. I'm going to start charging authors to read their books. Yeah, yeah. And so I immediately get on the website. They say they don't charge. It's not a vanity publisher. I'm confused. So I email back and I'm like, excuse me, a week ago you rejected my novel and now I receive an invoice and... Then I receive an almost immediate email back that says, ma'am, please don't click that link. We've been hacked. It's a scam. I've clicked that link damn near a thousand times trying to view the invoice. I'm just picturing you clicking it over and over again like, I do not owe this money. I was printing it to have in court. I was ready to go. She was getting a retainer ready to hire me. Yeah. Yeah. So that, my friends, is salt in the wound, if I've ever heard about it. I Nothing came of you clicking the link, though, No, right? I did it on my phone. I feel like phones are more protected than mm-hmm. computers. i probably say as my identity is, like, <laughs> being used to open several accounts. Uh, oh, anywho. Man. Yeah. yeah <laughs> that's, that's rough. Tough. It was really, really more brutal than anything I've experienced in years. It's because the first day I was sad. I was like, so I tried to submit my book. Yeah, yeah you were like trying to make a joke. And you were like, oh, sweetie. Yeah, yeah. Tears pouring down Kinda your comical. face. <laughs> yeah. Well, you told us that outside of the theater where we saw oh, yeah. Crawdads. Yeah. Boy, do we have a story for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. Should I uh, go for it? Talk Take about it our encounter. Okay, yes. so we all. M- Macy actually hasn't read it. Here's why I didn't read it. I tried to audiobook it because I'm busy, and the narrator, the first, I tried, the, the first chapter was like, where the grass grows tall, the trees don't see the sunlight, and I'm like, I literally will not be able to get through that, and then life got busy, and now that I've seen the movie, hot take, I'm glad I didn't read it. Sorry, go on. Okay, well, I really liked the book. I'm I it's my favorite book. <laughs> me and Lindsay once again we're talking about it today and she was like I do think that maybe that book wouldn't like okay it took off like it it really got huge traction but she we were talking about pack of the moon 
and she was like honestly where the crawdads sing kind of drags as well mm-hmm. and i was like no you're right like it's kind of slow in the beginning mm-hmm. and she was like i just think that so many people say they love it because it's so popular that they feel like they have to love it like as much as the next person and i was like i kind of agree but i also still really do think it was a great book anyways I'm going to disagree because I read it in 2020, so I feel like I was ahead of the game. Oh, okay. But I understand what you're saying because it is slow, but it was my first book I had, like, read when I, like, got back into reading, so it's, like, special in that aspect. I'm sure I've read better novels since. But it's got a special place. Yes. The twist is phenomenal. I'll give it that. My, before we get into our trip to the movies, I have to, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but I'm just going to read it. Where the Crawdads Sing author Delilah Owens wanted for questioning and murder. The movie adaptation of the best-selling novel Where the Crawdads Sing hit theaters Friday, but the author's connection to a murder in Zambia that's nearly three decades old shared the spotlight. A murder that's so closely aligned with the murder in the book that she's on trial for how the hell she wrote something so similar. And she lived in Africa for a large portion of her life. People think that the book is a literal confession for a murder that she was a part of. Yeah, I've seen that. It's insane. Okay, this might be and like... she's getting a lot of, like, shit for it. A hot take, but I hope it's true. Yeah, oh, I, <laughs> be I really would die for it to be true. That's crazy, because do y'all remember... Or, I don't know if you saw this, but there was just a lady convicted of murder because of a book she wrote. That oh, really? she Yes, she was, like, an old woman, like, 80 years old, and oh, she... Yeah. Maybe it was a blog post or something, but she actually murdered her husband, I think, and she wrote a book or something about it. Yeah. crazy. I was scared when I was writing my book that I was getting on lists because I was Googling, like, how does chloroform work? Can you, like, <laughs> how long can you go without eating before you die? Like, weird oh, things oh, like yeah. that. And I was yeah. like, if they track your internet search, maybe they are also like, let me peek over to Google Docs yeah. and see what she's up to. But I don't know. I was kind of like, what if I get a knock on my door? Like, that's the kind of stuff that if people are searching that, you should be checking in with them, yeah, you right. know? Oh my gosh, I cannot wait to see, like, what happens with that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I saw a TikTok about it. The girl said that she saw the book at her mom's house and was like, oh, are you reading that, mom? And the mom was like, well, I'm only reading it because the author is on trial for murder. And she was like, huh? And then that's whenever I kind of fell down the rabbit hole. Very interesting. Cannot wait to see yeah, what happens. But anyways, okay, so we went to see the movie because Maddie, Sav, and I had all read it and we drugged Maisie along. Um, and it was like we drugged Macy and yeah, dragged her by yeah. the We used chloroform. Yeah. <laughs> did our research. Um, so we went. We, you know, we were excited to see it. We went on like a weekday night, right? <laughs> it was a night. Wednesday night. We get seated next to like seven or so junior high kids. Teenage disaster. Yeah, and you just know it's summer. There, they probably just were like. I've heard about this book, this movie. We're going to go see this because we're bored and their parents dropped them off and whatever. Mm. I hate to be the old hag in the room, (laughs) but like it was, they were literally taking flash photos. They were talking at full voice, like Like not whispering. Yeah. Switching seats. Yes. Getting up in front of us constantly. Yeah. Yeah, There was one girl seated on the opposite side and we were in the middle and she would just like walk over, I guess to say, Hey, and then walk back like a million times. 30 second intervals at least like 12 times yeah no exaggeration mm-hmm. i genuinely think she was on a date on the other side and she was i she was like sitting with a guy in. yes yeah and it was extremely rude that she was in an outfit cuter than anything i've yeah. ever owned in my life yeah. she was dressed very trendy um anyways they were being so loud like it was extremely distracting 
Okay, so they were, I was the furthest closest to them. And I finally made eye contact with one of the girls and she was like mouthed to me like, I'm so sorry. And I just looked at her and put my finger to my mouth and went shh. (laughs) And like made a shushing like motion. I didn't know you did that. Oh yeah. And (laughs) she like pointed to the two boys that they had with them. It was like Mm -hmm. six girls and two boys or four girls, two boys, whatever. And she was like, it's them. And I was like, I don't care. Be quiet. <laughs> and sweetie, I would have been like, you come sit over here with us. I was mad. So then, like, I don't know, not that much longer goes by. And they were, they did something. Oh, oh, no, no, no. I remember. The boys got word that I was mad. <laughs> The local newspaper was delivered to the theater as we watched (laughs) because I heard them literally saying like, if she wants me to be quiet, she can come over here. (laughs) I I will. I would literally. (laughs) Maddie, I will. Me and Maddie were ready to leave the theater. Literally, (laughs) me and Macy were shaking in our boots. I don't want fly. Nothing is scarier. Nothing is scarier than junior high kids. I don't know where I got this sense of courage, but I looked over at Savannah and I was like, that's it. I'm going to tell someone that they are being so loud. So I got up, I walked straight past him, went down the stairs, and I went and found someone. And I was like, I am so sorry to be this person. I like hate that I'm this person right now. But there's a group of kids that I'm not kidding are like being so loud and annoying. And he was like, okay like mm-hmm. hold on and so we contacted like his manager or something and the manager comes out and i tell him what <laughs> when ellie popped back with the manager and all of the kids had left they had scattered really <laughs> scattered so I, she, ju- I just see her little head pop up and no one is inside i'm sure my jaw dropped because <laughs> Turned the corner expecting to see them all sitting there. Wow, like <laughs> Literally empty. And I said to him, I was like, well, they were there. <laughs> Ma'am, did you drive here yourself tonight? Can someone help you home? And what's funny is on our way, like walking to the theater from where I met him, obviously like the longest walk of my life because I don't know this. <laughs> Yeah, we held hands. (laughs) What else would we do? And he goes, I was like, I really am sorry. Like, this is so annoying. Like, whatever. And he was like, oh, no. This is my favorite pastime. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, what? Getting on to people? And he was like, no, kicking people out. (laughs) Oh, nice. (laughs) And then we turned the corner and they're gone. Anyways, so I was like, okay, well. I, I don't know if they're going to come back. Like, whatever. So, I go up. I sit down. Five seconds later, they all reappear. <laughs> I'm like, you're freaking kidding me. And then the manager, like, I guess saw them come. I don't know how he knew they came back. But he came back up, told them to be quiet. They were quiet for, like, 30 to 40 more minutes, maybe. And then maybe. they started to be loud again. But then the movie was over. And it was fine. Okay. But yeah. it was an experience, to say the least. It was a great movie. I really loved the movie, mm-hmm. but the experience was ruined. I yes. will never go to... No, that's an exaggeration. No. <laughs> but it really is. Like I was like, this is why people no, don't go to movies. No, it's because like you can't control like your environment, and yeah. it's stressful. We would have been safer in the middle of the theater, not on the back yeah. row. We yeah. Back. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think on a Wednesday night. night. I know. And that movie, like, go see, like, 
Nope. Or yeah. black phone yes. or something. Yes. Like something Scary creepy. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, I love Daisy Edgar Jones, turns out. Like, I just feel yeah. like she could be in anything, and I'd be, you know, really yeah. eating it up. Really I love her. Off, yeah. yeah, it was overall good. I thought the casting was, like, great overall. I did, too. I love the little girl. Yeah. I thought it was good. I just think it was maybe a little, like, lifetime movie-y. Like, I think really? if I would have watched it at home, I would have loved it. But the fact that I, like, went to the theater, I was like, meh. You know, I haven't read it, but I learned from someone who did read it that in the book, Tate is, like, more rough around the edges, more of a marsh boy himself. Mm-hmm. And you could have told me that boy was from Princeton University. Yeah. So yeah, he was very cute. Mm-hmm. But if he was supposed to be, like, more rough, they, he didn't look rough a single minute of that movie. I wanted curly hair and, mm-hmm. like, tan. Like yeah. I wanted everyone to have sunburnt tan. cheeks. They should have. And, like, a little dirt on her face. I think that's really oh, why yeah. I, like, not talk anthropology about dresses. Yeah. yeah, I think that's really why, like, it kind of lost me. is because it almost felt too perfect and too staged. Mm-hmm. And okay. that's where I get, like, a Lifetime movie from. Like, but I'm going to play devil's advocate because yeah. it says in the book that she got the dresses from the church donation box and her mom left dresses behind. So that's why she had the dresses she had. I believe that. But I also would have liked to see her, like, rewear them. Oh, At least, yeah. like, once or Did twice. Did the church donation a box have a, a Sephora gift card? <laughs> <laughs> they were very trendy dresses. Yeah. And, yeah. She, and she would makeup, slowly... Yeah. Like, at one point, there was eyeliner involved. And yeah, I was like, come yeah. on. I know. There, yeah. But, yeah. It's not a gel manicure in the marsh. <laughs> I know. So, yeah. I mean, just a little few, like... Not really plot holes, but you know what I'm yeah. trying to say. That I think everyone could agree with, but... Yeah. True to the book... I really thought yeah. it followed the book well. Yeah. For the most part. I mm-hmm. wish they would have shown um, the actual, like, her doing yes, I the agree. murder. Because to me, in the book at the end, um, it was very obvious that she did it. Ellie disagrees. <laughs> well, I just don't remember it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was like, yeah. it wasn't like, Kaya went up and threw two steps. But it was like. It was very obvious. It was very like, obvious. Mm-hmm. We're totally His legs were cut off. His arms were cut off. I just think it would have been cool to like watch her like execute. (laughs) (laughs) I would have loved to watch the murder. No one cut off limbs. Yeah, but I agree. Because you kind of so how does she murder him? It kind of gets lost. Like how and why? How does she get him up there? She probably lures him up there because she's (laughs) cute. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he tried to you know. Yeah. Rape. You think oh, you'd yeah, be a little true. smarter than to follow her up the tower? Well, I think he you seems like a dummy, so yeah. 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 Or like yeah. she or he showed her that place. Maybe she. Oh, that's true. We don't know. She yeah, she probably sweet talked him and was like, mm-hmm. "This can be our special place." Sweet talked him. Pushed him off. Yeah, it was definitely premeditated. Mm-hmm. Murder one, baby. I will say the little the little reader in me and the writer in me, I knew she did it before it happened in the movie because they showed her at the dinner. They were like, oh, that's pretty morbid that that spider eats its husband. And she was mm-hmm. like, anything in the wild is natural. It's not evil. It's just survival or something. And I was like, right. oh, the perfect foreshadowing I nugget. I did not mm-hmm. catch that. <laughs> Love that, that they put that in there. Yeah. yeah. Did not catch it. Yeah. yeah. It The twist on like a very micro, micro, micro level, I compared to the greatest book twist of all time, which was Gone Girl. Oh, yeah. When you get, you flip the page to that chapter and she says, I'm so much happier now that I'm dead. 
oh my <laughs> god nothing will ever top that for me ever oh, in my right. life oh I my god the movie and i didn't read the book and i feel like i just messed so up so the entire yeah, the, same, yeah. You know. the entire first like five chapters are written from the husband's point of view and they don't allude to anything you're like he didn't kill her i know that but you think it's going to be a full mystery about where she is and then with no warning you just open a chapter and it says i am so much happier now that i'm dead and it's from her perspective so do you think it would be a good read now that or even though i've seen the movie i've seen it like the five greatest years ago. i will never think jillian flynn her writing mm-hmm. is just unmatched she's a phenomenal writer so just for the sake of seeing the way she words that story Yes, and I would love to reread it and know that the rich boyfriend is Neil Patrick Harris because it was a perfect oh, yeah. casting. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was a perfect casting all around. I think we should read it. Yeah. That's what I, I still say it. is my favorite book, like, okay. to this day. Oh, it's wow. so good, yeah. Okay. I remember you loved it. So. Well, she, everything she's ever written. Is that the same one, Girl on the Train? Same author, right? No. No, mm-hmm. she's Sharp Paul Objects, I get them, I get Dark them. Matter. I read, um, Dark Matter was scary. Sharp Dark Sharp Matter Objects. was terrifying yeah i remember you reading it in high school and telling me you were scared and then i read it and i'm like i'm an adult and i like had to shower with like i mean i always shower with the lights on but like it was one of those you know i normally shower in the pitch black (laughs) oh i love taking dark showers ew what What? y'all don't do that no absolutely well i keep like a candle on or something oh yeah that's worse i can't even take a bath with the candle on i like it like Mm. full fluorescence i would (laughs) literally (laughs) die if i took a bath period yeah yeah i forgot about that you're like, Dark Matter is all about bathtubs, and I just cannot handle <laughs> Okay, no. Re- listeners, I have a fear of bathtubs. I always have. I've literally talked to therapists about I don't know where it originated. I figured out where it originated literally this week. It's so funny oh gosh, this came up. Us. It's because I saw a clip of a movie that I saw. Oh. It is the Lovely Bones. <gasps> that scene of her sitting or him sitting, someone in a bloody bathtub. I watched that movie when I was like, 10 years old i don't know how i did or why i did it's that that's the first time i ever freaking saw a bathtub that terrified me and i will never get in one because of that that'll do it that makes sense i will say like bathtubs are always kind of portrayed as creepy yes like so like in scary movies Mm -hmm. bathtub or shower more so bathtub is like yeah vulnerable like Like, someone's someone's getting whacked (laughs) yeah it was a what Bates Motel where he comes in the shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now we're like, I don't know, I don't know how to shower, I don't know how to bathe. <laughs> Our happy hour podcast. I thought it'd be funny to touch on the fact that what is it about the one hour after work with coworkers, whether they're your friends or not? You'll share the most intimate details of every part of your life. With just the people you sit next to at your desk. Maybe it's because you're so trapped for eight hours that you feel a little bit of freedom and you grab a mile. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is that, the, is that a universal experience? Probably, I'm sure. The like teacher's last day of school, we always go to Louie's and oh, it's no. wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's like, I don't know, you're with people that maybe you're not like super, super comfortable with, but you like know each other decently well. Mm-hmm. And then... So, you, yeah, you start off and you're like, okay, so we're chatting about our commonalities, like the things that we like know we all are participating in, whether it's work or school or whatever you are. Yeah. And then, yeah, you get a little bit of drink in you and then it's like, all right, <laughs> let's cut to the mm-hmm. chase. We're getting deep. And it's weird. I kind of hate it, but I kind of love it. It's probably also thinking kind of like the feeling of I'll never see these people again, even though like you will. Yeah, you will. Yeah, I think that's like the difference. The next yeah. morning at 8 a.m. Yeah. yeah. 
but it just feels different. Yeah. I remember sitting in a restaurant literally screaming about my daddy issues to my now <laughs> literal manager yeah. and I just wanted to slap myself and say what what possesses you in those moments I'm like I don't know if I've told my closest friends yeah. these details oh my god yeah. yeah it's a interesting phenomenon mm-hmm. that's for sure yeah it's that thing too where you I think like I said you don't say anything that's on your mind all day so then whenever the time comes that you can say a little it's like I don't know about you I will do anything for the laugh like anything outrageous just to get people to like react especially if there's like a lull in conversation and I think a happy hour is like the perfect storm Mm -hmm. for that you know my prime example leads me into my next topic which is I one I, everything I've said has been about TikTok. I literally don't spend all my time on it. I think that's just where I get my news. Um, <laughs> has anyone heard the song? It's it's not even released on Spotify. It's just a TikTok artist. It's called I Need You Like Water. Katie Gregson McLeod. No. Wait, yes. Is it the one that's like... Yes, <laughs> yes. Like, is this thing okay. on? <laughs> <laughs> you guys who haven't will have to look up her singing it after. Is it on like YouTube? You'll just, just, well, I bet if you type it in, yeah. Okay. I'm going to read the lyrics because I'm in a happy marriage and I don't have a savior complex. I've never dated anyone that this relates to. And I have cried to this song at least four times. I'm not kidding. And obviously it's better when she sings it, but I think the lyrics will carry weight on their own. Take it like a poem. Okay. I'm wearing his boxers. I'm being a good wife. We won't be together, but maybe the next life. I need him like water. He lives on a landslide. I cry in his bathroom. He turns off the big light. I'm being a cool girl. I'm keeping it so tight. I carry it home or I carry him home while my friends have a good night. I need him like water. He thinks that I'm all right. I'm not feeling human. I think he's a good guy, but it's a complex. I'm complex. Whatever. Wait, is it talking? Is that talking about her husband? I think it's like a guy she's dating, but she has a savior complex. Like she knows they're not going to end up together, but she feels like she can fix him like a bad guy. Okay. okay. Yeah. I need him like water. He thinks that I'm all right. Yeah. 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 What is it about that? Do you do that where you read something and it could not relate to you at all, but you just get obsessed with the word? Like, is that because I'm a writer or does everyone do that? No, no. Yeah. It's like listening to Taylor Swift and being in a happy marriage and you're like, I wish someone would break my heart so I could relate to this. What is the song that you guys sent me? Hold on. Oh, Stick season? Yeah. I am obsessed. I thought you were going to say I don't like it. Oh, no, no, no. I listen to it probably every day, multiple times a day. And I'm kind of blanking on the lyrics right now, but I kind of feel like that's a similar Mm -hmm. one where I'm like, I don't relate to it at all, Mm -hmm. but I will cry and sing it my heart out. The part about his mom, or like, it's like, I saw your mom and she forgot that that I existed. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Those lyrics are so good. I'll dream each night of some version of you that I might not have, but I did not lose. Like, maybe it's not the version I know, but at least it's not the one that I used to have. Oh, my God. Yeah, they're good. Really good. So good. Speaking of uh, happy marriages, for some reason, this just popped into my head. But during marriage counseling, before we got married, me and Cameron, um, we talked to our marriage counselor about starting, like, traditions and stuff. And... We haven't really started one yet, but I really want to this year, like, for Christmas, but I don't know. It's, like, it's also too hard when, like, 
I feel like I want to wait till like we have kids or something like really start something but does anybody have any ideas because I'm stuck I actually just thought of mine and it's like kind of silly but every Thanksgiving night to like transition between I guess Halloween <laughs> and <laughs> Christmas we always watch Nightmare Before Christmas oh, like, oh that's cute yeah wait so. like the night of Thanksgiving not the night yeah. before the no, night of. of yeah like we've like been with family all day ate a bunch of food and it's like we're just ready to be like just us two and yeah oh that's that's really cute yeah Yeah. it's sweet and we're always just like singing like this is (laughs) 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 i haven't started anything but it's funny you should bring it up because i want so me and logan are both scorpios which one people into horoscopes hate to hear like they think we're a volatile couple but so his birthday is october 29th mine is november 18th I would like to start hosting a joint birthday party every mm, year. Yeah, yeah. and the, the perfect way it fell is that this year our combined ages equal 50. Aww. So, like, over the hill themed, like, oh happy God. 50th. Uh, that's that's fun. actually so fun. Yeah, you and then, like, every year people look forward to, like, this, like, fall party that's yeah. our birth, like, our mixed birthday. Yeah. That's a good one because it's, like, in between, well, I guess not. Wait, when's Wait, this? Yeah, kind of his is October 29th, and okay. mine's... But the thing is, I never... If mine... If we don't do it the actual birthday weekend, the next weekend of mine is Thanksgiving. Yeah. And people yeah. are sometimes out of town. Like, mine's weird. I never celebrate on my actual birthday, and he never celebrates on his birthday because it's Halloween. Yeah, so you could just do it in the so middle. So it's like, yeah, like November 5th or busy. November 12th. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You have to. Okay. That's so fun. And this year, I'm wanting to rent out a place and do, like, karaoke. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So hold out for your invites. That might not be, like, mm-hmm. Halloween-ish, but this girl that I follow on Instagram and uh, YouTube and stuff like that, she has, I think her birthday is October, maybe October 29th or October 30th, but she said that, like, she really takes it upon herself to throw, like, the most epic Halloween party for all of her friends because she's, like, I have literally been, like, graced with this, like, opportunity to, like, have the coolest, like, joint Halloween and birthday party. Yeah. Yours might not be Halloween, but, like, fall-themed. I feel like it's a perfect opportunity. I feel like everyone's in the best mood right around that time. Like, I always love my birthday because it's, like, full-on Taylor Swift season, the, say, the reason I say rent a place out is because I have contacted the place I do karaoke in Oklahoma City and asked if I could what? sing the 10-minute Taylor Swift all too well, and they've said no. What? Yes. What is your Where local you karaoke place? I go to Cookies on Western. It's a bar that fits about 20 people. 19 of the people in the bar are over 60 years old, and then there's me. I have never heard of this. You can't go without smelling like smoke for three weeks. That's okay. It's a scary trip. I'll take you guys. It's a good time, but... It's hard to get on the roster. And <laughs> I have to, I take a special friend, Jerry, who, bless him, uses his grandma's credit card to pay to get me at the front of the line. Because last time I went, I, I wanted like to sing Shallow from A Star is Born. Yeah. And the, the DJ said, well, someone, DJ's a loose term. The man working the machine said, well, there's already a couple in front of you who wants to sing it. So I said, fine picture by kid rock and Cheryl crow right. whatever and he said okay well you're about 30 behind jerry's grandma said nope <laughs> <laughs> he took his amex right up there he said here put her at the front and then i sing it but they won't let me do taylor swift they haven't updated their song list in some 15 years oh, yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait should 
we open a karaoke bar? Oh my god, oh my yes. God. This is this conversation is feeling like a fever dream. <laughs> Literally, completely <laughs> real. Talking about it's completely <laughs> real. I'm sitting here wide mouthed, wide eyed, and I'm just like. Who's Sounds Jerry? like Maisie. When did you ever Sounds like cookies. Jerry works been... with her. Or... No. Wait. No. Oh, who is Jerry? Who Jerry, is Jerry? I met him through Dylan. He is from Dylan's hometown. They were the only two gay men in Dylan's tiny hometown, and that's how they became friends. That's awesome. Yeah. Jerry's the greatest person I've ever met. You'll meet him this year at me and Logan's annual birthday bash. First, first annual. <laughs> yeah. What's that called? Biannual? Or no. What, there's first a name. Annual. Centennial. Oh, that's, that's, a, that's 100, 10 years. years. There's a word for first annual. Opening night? <laughs> <laughs> no. And like Jerry's first rodeo? <laughs> Cookies on a western? I literally don't know, but that story just opened the whole Inaugural. Oh, yes, oh, yes. Oh, okay. I'm taking you guys to Cookies on one of the coming weekends. You're going to have a great time. You Is better. It like by 23rd? It's, it's, it's by nothing. Okay. It's scary. The only place called Cookies that I know of is that. Like an actual bake shop? No. Oh. It's a marijuana dispensary, <laughs> oh, and yeah, people literally go there for cookies, like bring their little kids. Yeah. And then they. It's really cute. It's, it's like super cute. It looks like Cookie Monster. <laughs> yeah. It literally yeah, is Cookie Monster themed. My mom was also very confused yeah. and disappointed. But no, it is a dispensary, and that's what I'm picturing you at singing. <laughs> it's a bar with sticky, dirty ass tables, no stage. You just you carry your mic and you walk around to other tables and you interact. Um, There's a place called Cat's Tavern that sounds yeah, very similar, that, and yeah. I think like they were doing karaoke, and it sounded like anything was game. So yeah, you could try that. That would be a place to try for yeah. sure. I think but people we still need to bring Jerry. Before, so. Yeah, Jerry has to come. Oh my god, Jerry's the greatest. Yeah, <laughs> Jerry and his grandma. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, does Jerry's grandma come, or does he just have Jerry's <laughs> just credit card? No. She, I don't even know the story. We'll always be out, and he'll be like, drinks on my grandma. I'm like, thank you, Jerry. Wow. So, thank you, Jerry's grandma. Yeah. Love that woman. Yeah. yeah amazing sweet. woman. Jerry's an amazing man. I can't wait for you guys to meet him. Can't wait. Um, I'm trying to think of our traditions and now I really don't think we have any <laughs> but we did just decide to start something so I this is I guess also kind of a life update I mm-hmm. was in Kansas City La Missouri I didn't know there was a Kansas City Kansas and a Kansas City Missouri that is yep. wildly confusing Missouri is a cooler one though. Yeah. my mom thought we were in Kansas the whole time and I it's was like confusing. mom we were in Missouri and she was like what Anyways, yeah, no, Missouri is, I don't know what Kansas City, Kansas is like, but... I don't think there's nothing. Yeah, but Kansas <laughs> right, City, nothing there for you. the fun one was cool. I liked it. Yeah. Anyways, me and my mom went on, like, a little girls' trip before I go back fun. to school and just stayed for the weekend, um, and they had the most amazing stationary paper store. I, I told my mom and Ryan, I have officially determined what my addiction is yeah. <laughs> and it is stationary planners journals all of the sorts it was literally heaven yeah. I we went twice I think we only went twice actually but the first time we went and like browsed for literally like 20 minutes and then didn't buy anything because we were like mm-hmm. we don't want to you know impulse buy right and then we went back and both bought multiple things um but one of the things I bought there was a date night journal thing okay. and so, you know those things that's, like, fill this out for their little tiny books, and it's, like, my dad's the greatest, or whatever, yeah. and you fill it out, and you give it to them as a gift, but they're lame, and, like, half the time you don't, oh, no, the dogs. <laughs> we have a prince in our face. 
Prince Louis has made his appearance. <laughs> My in-law's dog, his name is Finn, but we call him Finny Lou because when they adopted him, the people they adopted him from had named him uh, K- or Prince Louis. So that's that. He, he made an escape. Anyways, so it's not like that. I was kind of worried it was going to be stupid, but there's just a bunch of prompts and it's like stuff you both answer. So like, what's your, what's a movie that is special to you guys or like one of them was like draw amateur pictures of each other and like Mm -hmm. it's just like little things like that yeah so we have decided that thursday nights is our date night journal date night and every thursday we're gonna do one of the prompts and like just like it's like an in-house date night that's That's cheap and fun but like we're gonna like try to be intentional about it one of them's like what's cities that you visited together and then what's your bucket list cities that you hope to visit same with like national parks and like it just seems like fun and like yeah you're gonna have to report back on the podcast like if they're fun if they're ever like underwhelming where you're like what now you know I read through them and there's a few that I'm like we're not gonna have an answer for that because like we just don't Mm -hmm. but for the most part I feel like most of them we at least will have, like, something, and then I think we'll be able to go and, like, add to it. Yeah, like, well, you could buy more, like, I don't know if the series has more, I but, like... it's just one. But you know she'll expand if it sells yeah, well. Like, just true. the thought of having multiple, like, to look back on would be fun. I know, I'm, like, excited for it to be, like, completed and be able to look back on it, but... I don't know if this would work, but you guys should, like, like, if it's, like, what's your what's the movie, whatever, yeah. like, the next week, you guys should, like, watch the movie. Oh, that's a cute idea. But, like, favorite foods i don't know what they are yeah but then like the next week you guys should make that food before you do it or something like that that's a cute idea i like that but yeah i'm excited i think it'll be fun i can't remember all of them but there were some that i was like really excited to get to because they just seem like the like it the thing says like sparking intentional conversations or something like that Mm -hmm. but i think it'll be like different and yeah it's at least something to like do and talk about and you know yeah it's fun yeah i'm excited perfect okay well, we can wrap up if you guys are ready. Does anyone have anything else? Yeah, I want to ask Savannah if she's excited to start school. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow's yeah, the big day. Yeah, my first day of school is tomorrow. Um, I feel pretty prepared. It's just crazy. Like, I went all last week and even the week before just, like, get everything back out because I feel, like, clean and stuff. And there's just, like, I could be up there right now and, like, be doing things. We just got to cut it off, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, it'll be a good year. I'm not too concerned about any children. Um, and we had open house last night and they're all cuties and yeah, it's funny though. Um, Christian was like looking at my roster, like I was like making their names all cute and he's like, oh, I'm just like looking like potential baby names. And I was like, do not get attached because if I hate, (laughs) not hate, but if the kid like gets on my nerves, it's like a can't have my kid be named that. And he gets Mm -hmm. mad when I say that, but I'm like, sorry. No, that's so true though. Yeah. Just wait and then we'll see. But it's like a mm-hmm. thing, like, with teachers. Well, because even, you'll probably go home and, like, talk to them, talk to him about them yes. some, and he'll, like, get to know the kids and stuff, so mm-hmm. he won't want the name either. Exactly. It's such a, like, I genuinely, teachers, every teacher I know is so casual. I would be shaking in my boots about, like, lesson plans and, like, just filling their day, so I feel like in recent years, because we don't have teachers, it's become such a casual thing, but it genuinely is such an impressive job to be, like... <laughs> you know, like, able to take that on. I would be literally petrified right now if I were you. The I'm fact that you could do this the night before, I'd be, like, home shaking, crying, so. Yeah, yeah whenever job. I, it clicked in my head that you started school the next day before you even said anything. Mm-hmm. That's kind of why I asked if we were still going to do this yeah. tonight, and I was literally thinking, like, there's no way she's going to do this the night before school. Like, I'd be so nervous, but I guess 
it's not your it's, first it's a nice years, distraction so. too like yeah. I could be sitting there like I have like a checklist at home I'm like going to go over and I was like I could do that before but it's just like you just get like too overwhelmed like you just have to yeah it's like no matter what it's happening so exactly and like when they first arrive it's like super nerve-wracking but then like as the day goes on it's just so busy and it goes by so fast and at the end of the day like they're more nervous than you yeah so like it's real easy to like play it cool in front of kids like they don't know that you're just like freaking out yeah yeah i like working with kids because they're a lot more forgiving so Mm -hmm. yeah um but yeah, it was fun. I got to see like some of my old students and Aww. people wanted me, so you know, it feels good. <laughs> I'm sad though because I'm realizing like I'm not the youngest anymore. Like I'm still pretty young, but like as the yeah. years go by, like I'm like, you know, just dress cute and they're like, I want her and I'm like, that's not gonna work when I'm like fifty. Yeah. But um yeah, it's still fun. So it should be a good day. I'll report back mm-hmm. um in a couple weeks how it went. How it's going. Yeah, so. I'm excited to hear. Yeah. Okay, well that was our first happy hour episode. Um, please leave us a review, a rating, a nice comment to you or there would be nice. <laughs> to everyone who says, I want to listen to your podcast, but I don't read. Now's your chance. Welcome yeah. to the club, yeah. baby. Time to get shelf medicated. Because I bet you drink. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the club, you drunks. It's time. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.